This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network is you're not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Celiac Sarah, your host. And as always, I am joined by the judge, Pico Burrito. Court is in session. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I uh, I think I'm finally over my Thanksgiving food coma. Oh, uh, took a little bit. I know that. Like I I just I didn't say just. We had our Thanksgiving in Canada like six weeks ago, but I always get so sad. Not sad. I just get envious that you guys have your Thanksgiving <laughs> now. I'm like I want Thanksgiving again. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we uh we traveled to to see family in St. Louis. Um, <laughs> and and my brother in law and sister in law do a phenomenal job. Huge spread. Um, they do the double turkey. They do one in the oven. They do one in the deep fryer. Oh. Um, I, I don't think they listen to the show, despite the fact that numerous times, numerous times, I told them that I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just in case, Ryan, cover your ears for a minute. The oven turkey was better than the deep fried turkey this year for the first time. It was really, it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I was really, really happy. So, did they do something different? I don't, I don't know because it wasn't. It wasn't that the fr- deep fried turkey wasn't good. I just the 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 oven turkey stepped it up. Like Man. it just the, it just it just stepped up the game a little bit. So, yeah, but oh, I love I love Thanksgiving food. It's so good. I love not preparing it. I always get disappointed. Like I still don't have turkey to eat. Like we didn't we didn't. It's too far of a drive for us to try and bring stuff home. Mm. And and just uh, I I was looking for just you know leftover turkey sandwiches today. Yeah, yeah. I I also will say. I love not preparing it. I just want someone to bring me the food. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so obviously we skipped last week because we holiday. Um, yep. So we are catching up on a ton of news. A ton. Like, like literally, literally the day after we recorded. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. I, I hit publish on the episode and then like three hours later they're like oh by the way yeah the rain's uh, coming which was also probably about <laughs> two hours and 55 minutes after we were like yeah well we're not going to get anything before thanksgiving so we'll just skip thanksgiving we won't have to worry about it we'll do it in two weeks when you know in, you know when the next one comes around so exactly yeah. so um okay so obviously we have the raid yep. speeder bike raid ig12 and grogu that marketing yes. happened um, we had the eight-year anniversary of the game, which is crazy. Yes, it is. Um, and then the December calendar is out. Yep. So there's there's that. Um, where do we even want to start? <laughs> so do we want to start with IG-12 and Grogu? Just because I, I'm guessing we'll probably dig into the raid a little bit in a little bit more detail with some of the pieces that are there. Yeah. Okay. So let's do that. Okay. Um, okay. So do you want to read them? I can read them. Uh, it, it it is. I gotta I gotta find it with a million and a half open tabs. I think the weirdest part about this kit is, well, again, they did a phenomenal job with it. The abilities are named exactly what you expected. Mm-hmm. Talking about the ability names is going to be p- painful. Oh, it's. I'm. We're. I'm. I. I'm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In in theory, it's funny. In practice, it's terrible. It's going to so, be awful. So. Um, IG12 and Grogu, uh, light side alignment. I, I think his tags are a little surprising. He is a light side healer and a Mandalorian. 
Uh, I was surprised he was a Mandalorian. I kind of thought that would happen because he took like the the chainmail, Beskar, whatever from from when he left Luke. Yeah, like he made his choice. I'm surprised he's not a force user. That you know, I didn't think about the Ufa piece. The one that really that he's not a droid. That that's the one that yeah, especially because Chewie and three PO are a droid. Um, which is why I thought I, I didn't think that he was going to be he was going to end up being a Mandalorian as I thought that he was going to be a, a droid character for something. But um, let's let's get into this because I, I it's a it's a relatively straightforward kit. Um, I think <laughs> relatively, uh, yeah. So his basic is called no. Yeah, <laughs> he's got two lines in the show: yes and no, used mm-hmm. in various levels. So uh, his basic is no. Final text, inflict healing immunity on target enemy for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted, and call a random other light side Mandalorian ally to assist, dealing 50% less damage. If IG-12 and Grogu's turn, inflict ability block for one turn, which can't be evaded or resisted, and remove the damage penalty from the assisting ally. Oh. Healing immunity and ability block on a basic. And if it's his turn... The assisting ally will do 100% damage. Yes. Yes. That's a nice little perk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially when I believe Paz gets stacks of his heat up mechanic on attacking on a turn. So, um, special one is yes. So, basic is no. Special one is yes. Cooldown mm-hmm. of two. Final text, the weakest ally and the target ally dispel all debuffs on themselves and recover health equal to 30% of IG-12 and Grogu's max health. All mm-hmm. allies gain defense up for two turns. Okay. So pretty good. Uh, so I have Paz at Relics right now. Okay. He is a big beefy boy and defense up for two turns is going to make it just painful to chew through. I so, believe that. It's going to be really nice from from that side. So special two, no, no, no. Cooldown of three, unlocks it tier three. Okay. Uh, Final text, call other ally or call other target ally to assist. Inflict blind and daze on all enemies for two turns, which can't be evaded. Dispel all buffs from all enemies and stun target enemy for one turn. So AOE, blind, and daze. Yep. That's nice. That's really nice. That 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 is the, because we are in Conquest Hell Week right now, that is the Conquest special. Yes. <laughs> that is the one we want? Yes. Um, unique one, yes, 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 which is a Zeta and an Omicron. Unlocks at tier one. Uh, final text. If the Mandalorian Beskar armor is in the ally at the start of battle, and IG-12 and Grogu gains the scoundrel tag for the rest of battle. Oh. IG-12 and Grogu has a 100% counter chance. For each light side Mandalorian at the start of battle, excluding summoned allies, IG-12 and Grogu gain 20% max health. At the start of IG-12 and Grogu's turn, all light side Mandalorian allies recover 100% of his max health. If they're at full health, they gain offense up and protection up 10% for one turn instead. Whenever IG-12 and Grogu use a special ability, a random other light side Mandalorian ally assist, gaining additional effects depending on the ability used. So, 
Yes, the assisting ally reduces their cooldowns by one. No, no, no. Assisting ally deals 20% more damage and assists again. Kind of feels like you're just going to keep calling Beskar Mandalorian over and over again. Right. Um, if there are no other allied combatants at the start of a turn, ID12 escapes from battle. Um, and then. Wait, what? Yep. But. Okay, got it. Sorry, I read the Q&A part of, yeah. the, of the thing wrong. <laughs> so, while in Territory Wars, the first time each allied light side Mandalorian loses all protection, IG-12 gains a bonus turn, and the cooldown of No, No, No is reset. Call an additional other ally whenever IG-12 uses a special ability, and they gain additional effects depending on the ability used. Yes, assisting ally deals 10% more damage and recovers 20% protection, no, no, no. Assisting ally gains critical damage up for two turns. So, while in Territory Wars, he will call two allies. Yes. Is that... Right? Yep, call an additional other ally. Yep. Yeah, so call two. Man. So, I forget. Did they say what game mode the new bow is going to have her... Uh, Omicron's for it. Is she a Grand Arena character? I don't believe they said. Okay. I, I could be wrong, but I don't remember them saying um, where she would go. And, you know, I, I think a couple pieces, you know, team up with light size Mandalorians, it may, it, it's, this is going to be a pre-built team when you unlock Bo. Right. Um, all of IG-12 and Grogu's healing is based off of maxed health, so modding for more health is optimal. Although it kind of feels like it's speed and health set with probably health primaries if you can find them. Mm -hmm. um, when paired up with Mandalorian Beskar armor, Grogu gains the scoundrel tag, which gets a bunch of other stuff under the Mandalorian Beskar allies uh, leader ability. But he, it's, I don't see a case where the what? new bow is not the leader. I was going to say what I find interesting is it says that if he is an ally, if Bam is an ally, yeah. which means they've already got it in their heads that yep. he might not be the leader. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, there weren't a whole lot of Q and A for this. I mean, it was oh, no. there was actually no. There's a separate Q and A. Pete wasn't there. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't know if I actually saw the Q and A. I think there was a question for link for it. There was, but I don't think I saw it actually. Honestly, it, it probably rolled into Thanksgiving and it was buried underneath. Uh, Buried underneath the turkey, because there is there's a Q, there was a Q and A for the speeder bike raid, but not for for this. So yeah, um, it's a it's a exactly I guess what you would expect out of a passive ability kit, yeah, or a non damaging totally. ability kit. Um, um, yeah. So I mean, the marquee's already happened. He's in game. Yep. So we just need one more character. Now I did put him on a mandalorian team in conquest I, ig12 yep mm -hmm. just and, and like you know gear 11 um because i was what was i trying to i was trying to get burn burn feats and and i just okay. threw him in there to see what would happen um uh, and i happen to have the volume on mm -hmm. it does do yes 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 no yes. it no, does no, not no, no, no. yeah I, I didn't realize it when i did the, the marquee because i was simming it while i was on a conference call um, but 
Yeah, hands down, he's he's they've got the the audio built into it when he uses his abilities. So that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was kind of cool. I might have to turn the audio on and try him. Just <laughs> like I never turn the audio on, I might have to do it just because it'd be funny. Oh man. Um. Okay, so pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Not not a lot to it. Um, seems cool, but but all of these characters kind of you know Paz and and Grogu at least so far. Uh, they can't be evaluated outside of the whatever the the new bow is going to look like because it's going to they're they're just building a team to 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 do specific things in a team that's going to do X. Right. Exactly. Uh, so. So we're just waiting. Yep. It's got to um, be next week, right? I would assume so. I mean, I know we talked about this um, last time we recorded, but I'm pretty sure Sauna was released the same time. As Afro? I think it. I think it was. It was in the month of December. So Sauna's um, marquee event was November thirtieth. Oh, it was November thirtieth. Okay. And she went to shipments December twelfth. So two weeks later. So that's pretty fast. Um, but then the Afro event happened then as well. I guess I did not realize that they put her right or they put her to shit in that fact, which again is, is a nice thing to, a nice step to take at that point. So you're at least not trying to gamble pack your way through it, but. Right. Um, so obviously we're not getting an update this week. If we see an update next week, that would put um, theoretically Keller and Beck would be December 7th, the Thursday. Yep. Um. And I mean, they could do Bo on the a week later on the fourteenth if they wanted to. Yeah. What? So what's interesting is because I looked today, there's six. There's there's just over two weeks left on Grogu's gamble packs. Okay. So. Which, so two weeks today. Well, two weeks. Let's say two weeks of when we post this, which will be yep. on the Thursday. So two weeks from that is December fourteenth. Okay um so he would hit shipments I, I wonder if they would do man i can't imagine that they would do keller and back into shipments a week after i can't imagine that either but then december 21st seems too close to christmas yeah. for Bo. but i mean they ran the grand inquisitor event december 24th the second time around oh, fair enough yeah so maybe they'll do her on the 21st and not really care and say Merry Christmas. Yeah, considering Conquest us. is now starting on December 25th. Oh, um, no. The 21st seems really early in the month. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I, I do think, though, that we will see Keller and Beck next week. Yeah. And then it's either the 14th or 21st. Well, I shouldn't say those specific dates, but the, the week of those dates. I, I don't know why I am so excited for that character. I shouldn't even say excited. I am so anxious for that character and to see what he does. Heller and Beck? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It, and I, don't, it's not, I don't know why either, but I am. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, it was a cool story in, in the show and it was nice to see Ahmed Best get to do something without a, a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's so many people that just have this hope like, oh, this is going to make Amagundi be useful. Kit Fisto to be useful. Right. Um, you know, I just, I, I wonder, um, yeah, I, I, I just release it already. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, 
do we want to touch real quick before we get into the raid? Because I think the raid is going to be the, yeah. the meat of this. Uh, the anniversary and the calendar yeah. and all that fun, fun stuff. Um, so we we got our anniversary gifts. It was we pretty sta- pretty standard. They were yeah. those packs. Also pretty standard. Double drops. Double drops were great. The double double drops were fantastic. I didn't get a single Omicron. Oh, that stinks. I think I got two. I think I, I hit it once. Ah, oh, man. I, I didn't get a single one on mine or on Professor X. Neither. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, all right, fine. Which is why I kind of had this, this um, discussion briefly before Double Drop started, but whether or not you should farm for the off chance that you get two Omicrons yeah. to drop or if you should go farm like a character that you need. I'm like, I would 100% do a character because if i was doing the off like if i did if i needed a character in cantina and i chose to ignore it during devil drops on the off chance that i got an omicron to drop twice i would be so mad right now that i could have finished the character farm instead It, it also even if you got it if you hit it we'll say you hit it twice right you're 20 percent of the way to omicron and, and right. yes, that 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 that's that that's a lot of distance. That's a conquest, right? But it doesn't get you there, right? And I, it would be completely different if you were sitting on like eighteen omicron mats yeah. and you really needed to apply one. Um, but like, oh man, it just it just yeah. it stung a little. Not that I was really gunning for it, but I was like, come on, just give me one. Well, if you think about how long the the double drops were. You could have turned that same energy. You would have refreshed for double drops into a gamble roll on the the end of Grand Arena yeah. packs, and and probably had just as much of a chance of hitting it. Exactly, considering the fact that I hit it the first time and I've never hit it since. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think there was anything really that stood out in particular. I I think. And, and I, I'm not interested in looking it back up, but for some reason, I thought we did not get as many Zeta mats. Like, we didn't get a full Zeta last year. Um, I don't remember if we did. I feel like I know we talked about this. Um, so I'm going to have to try and find it now. Because I'm super curious if we did get a full one. I don't think we did. And I guess I did not realize. Oh, there, so there's a new player anniversary calendar, which that actually is oh, pretty interesting. We did. Okay. We got 25 Zeta mats last year. We got one Omicron mat last year. So they doubled it up. This year we got two. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm still shocked that they didn't give us a full Omicron this year. At least give us half of an Omicron. Yeah. yeah. Um, Come on. Again, beggars can't be choosers, but um, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, New player calendar, which I did not see, but um, a ton of shards for characters that unlock R2-D2. I mean, that's I, that's what it is. So I think I saw somewhere, I could be totally wrong, and I could be thinking of something else entirely. I think I saw for that you had to be level 84 and under. Yes, yeah. Which would make sense why we didn't yeah. see it. But again, it was a bunch of salvage and things that I'm, I'm sure were incredibly helpful to a lot of people. A lot of those things, I just, I, I get them and I, I don't pay attention to what it is. E- even back when I needed a lot of those things, mm-hmm. um, I just know that they tend to accelerate something. But 
uh, yeah, it was, it was the anniversary. I mean, it's, it's, um, I, I hate to look at it this way. It's like, it's one of those, they do it every year. Yeah. So it's also when it happens, but it, it's, it's not like you're not looking forward to it anymore. We're not at the point of like, after eight years, we're expecting it. Right. So, you, you know, you know, what's yeah. coming, you know, exactly what to expect. Yeah. Uh, for years, my grandmother used to buy my brother and I boxer shorts for Christmas mm-hmm. and we would always kind of roll our eyes and everything. But then like I got into college and she got older and she couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then like the one year there weren't a pair of under, like a, a package of underwear sitting under the Christmas tree and I'm like, Oh, this is sad and de- depressing that I don't have this anymore. So it's, yes, it like, I don't, I, I don't like being that it's expected mm-hmm. and it's kind of old hat, but so I don't know. I got to find a way to get excited about it all over again. It's totally true. I, I have the exact same thing with socks. I always get socks at yeah. Christmas. And one year I didn't get them. And I was like, I have to buy my own socks this year. Yeah, like, what? That's, I don't want to do that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then the only other thing, they put out the December calendar, which the main thing in there, obviously Christmas week, we get a whole week of assault That's battles. Part of I love that part. That I look forward to every year. Yeah, we get so we're doing every assault battle twice this month. Yes. Um and not on the calendar because it never is. Conquest starting December 25th. <laughs> I really do hope they move that. I know Bodie flagged it to them. Um flagged it to Meathead and he flagged it like over a month ago. Yeah. Um so I really hope that they move it because not only like is it conquest starting, but it's a new conquest. Yeah. Pe- people are already behind the eight ball at that point. It's gonna be bugged. Yeah. And you guys aren't gonna be in the office. Yep. Yeah. 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 So on that happy note. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay. So right after we not right after. 12 hours after we recorded last time, they decided to say, hey, the raid's coming like today slash tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So we got the speeder bike raid. It's live. We've played it a few times. I think everyone, well, everyone in a guild that is attempting it has probably yeah. played it by now a couple of times. Um, Do we want to go over like the main bits of it? I think so. There is a massive, massive post that they put out, um, Meathead put out. I will not lie. I still have not read this post entirely. I I had a plan to go back and read it after I went through it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. What what I've really done is read the pieces that I think are relevant and then ignored the pieces that aren't. Yeah. Um, Like the enemy abilities... Yeah. I've never read them, and I think they're irrelevant to understand what they do. Yeah, I mean that that's totally, totally fair. They they uh, turn around every once in a while and they point their arm at you, and then something happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that I got from the enemy abilities was how many stacks of damage they did to us when they were enraged. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. That was all I cared about because I was trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out why C three PO kept dying for for Dar, um, and then you know we, we did eventually figure it out. And part of it was figuring out how much damage was being done to to him, 
at Enrage, but uh, it is an interesting raid. How like do you like it? <laughs> um, just get to the point. Do you like it? I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that once the teams are set, mm-hmm. and, and look, I I don't because I, I I use hot utils, so if I have to go through and push up my loadout, wait 35 seconds, go in, do a fight, and just repeat that. Mm-hmm. I can knock it out in 35, 45 minutes. Right. Um, I think that once the teams are set and I've got myself in a place that I can get to the second, you know, the, the 15 million box, which I hit, um, mm-hmm. I'll be indifferent to it. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's it's more of the... I feel like I spend more time out of the game figuring out what I'm going to do on my next run mm-hmm. than actually playing it. And to me, that's that's a little frustrating right now. Yeah. And I'm hoping like that will go away. What what I'm finding with it is well, one, we still have bugs happening in yep. it. Like hasty repairs is not working properly still. Um and it feels weird to me that the you know, quote unquote theory craft regarding jam is and timber is ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> like then why are they there? You know? Yeah. And, and that I I'm not gonna claim to be like a theory crafter. It's just a weird thing. Like there's there's obviously something we're missing and I don't know if it's because things aren't working properly right. yet. Um but it's a weird thing to kind of wrap my head around. Uh I- I, I will tell you, and I mean, this is the most obvious question that everyone has right now. I'm really irritated by the C3PO mm-hmm. mechanic. The um, fact that, that you can cheese it. That, that you can reuse them. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's not because I put a bunch of resources into it. I think it just goes against the idea of to be good, you need 24 characters. Right. And this is in a lot of cases. I mean, I, I'm seeing people. Actually, there was there was someone in our guild that that outscored me mm-hmm. with 13 characters. Right, because they reused C3. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And so they they beat. So I I use 22 because I use Leia's a solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to me that just I don't know. I, I keep coming back to that seems against what the intention is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind small teams um like two man teams or two man teams or like the 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 leia solo i think is perfectly fine because i think that that's a that's figuring it out yeah the the 3po piece i think is taking advantage of a mechanic yeah so yeah i don't don't know at the same time i i also don't want to lose the box that we're on so i know (laughs) i know and it's it's one of those things too where i'm like well and I've been saying this even in our guild since since the, yeah. we noticed that C3PO did this. Um, I was like, if you want to take advantage of it, take advantage of it. But what you should be doing is taking the rewards yeah. that we're getting and putting it back into characters that have the same mechanic as him. Because if CG fixes it, or, or I shouldn't say fix, because technically it's not a broken mechanic. But if yeah. CG changes the way he interacts in the in the raid... Um, you're going to want characters doing the same thing as him so that you can still get the same yeah. scores you were getting, right? Um, which is why like, I've been gearing my troopers up like crazy because yeah. troopers are doing so well 
that <laughs> I rushed Iden. I took Iden from gear 11 to relic seven in a day, like less than a day. The raid yeah. was live and I was like, oh, I can wait. And then I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> and, and took her up and I took Gideon to relics from gear 12 to relic seven this week. And, and I think that's what people are finding is that when they're, when they're finding the right characters to put around a trooper mm -hmm. that they're able to score the same thing as they were with, with three PO. Exactly. So again, folks address the, and, and, and also I, I, I'm watching everyone go through the frustration of, of trying to reuse C3PO and, mm -hmm. and, and tracking that and everything. If, if people push out of that man more that that's, that's the way to go, but it, it's not like he's, you know, 3PO is the only option for good scores. Right. It just is going to take some investment for people. Right. Exactly. So you're still going to be able to get the scores done and that's yeah. really what matters. Um, I think for a lot of people, it also does make it, or for a lot of like smaller, like mid to smaller guilds, it does make this raid more accessible, not only yeah. because of the factions being used, but also because a lot of people have C-3PO yeah. and can reuse him. Uh, but I would definitely highly consider gearing the other characters just so you have a backup. Even if you want yeah. to take them to gear 12 and then sit on the rest of their gear, I, I would still be ready yeah. to pull that button because... Yeah. And I, th I think the other big maybe challenge for me with the raid is I, I still don't understand. Like I get health, I get yep. shields, I get damage. Yeah. Like in our 5v5, but the stacks of timber and, and what jammed up, it, 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 it's too much of a random game mechanics that are kind of all introduced mm -hmm. at once. Um, mm -hmm. and it does like timber. It doesn't feel like there's an outside of layer. There's an easy way to just strip off stacks of timber. So to your point, why would you use it? Right. Exactly. Like I, so I will, I will be straight up. I abused yeah. the C3PO, um, mechanic with the intention of, of being prepared to yeah. not, but right now I am abusing it. Um, and I don't remod my C3PO. Okay. And I'm able to have him escape probably 95% of the time without issue. Um, just because of how he's modded uh, naturally. On the Professor X account, it is considerably harder to get him to escape. Um, because it's all about when you get to enrage, how many stacks you have yeah. on you of shield. And not only how many do you have on you, because you need to survive the, the hit from enrage. You also need to have more than your other uh, team members or whatever you want to call yes. it. So, so if they have more than C-3PO does, well, C-3PO is still going to die because they're yeah. the ones that are are surviving longer. So you, you need to have more than them so that they die first and you escape. So on Professor X, I actually was using Jam and Timber with characters. Um, because I needed those characters to not put shield back on themselves. Sure. I was like, okay, we're just going to do this random thing here and see what happens. Um, which kind of sucked to be honest, because now I'm hurting my score because you get a score when you do the evasion move Yep. and I wasn't doing it. So I was lowering the score for myself to ensure that I could 
have C-3PO escape to use him later yeah. on. It, it, it's like this weird, it's definitely not intentional, but you're abusing it so that you can do it intentionally. And it's a really weird uh, way to get a higher score, basically. And I, I don't know how, I honestly don't know what they'll do to fix it, whether they just give him different abilities or what. Um, well, so I think there's precedent there because we've seen like in Conquest, um, mm-hmm. you know, the the revive mechanic doesn't work on gas in the five victors. Right. Piece. So they can disa- they can turn pieces of the kit off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, the, and the question is, that's is the, a good is, point. Is the easiest fix is they just turn off the escape mechanic? Because uh, I, I think we've seen that in other places as well. But uh, it, it's interesting because, and, and I know you did a pretty big write up around what what you did with Dar to kind of help him mm-hmm. in, in understanding that that hit points and and it's both hit points and protection, I believe. Yeah, factor into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was running into the problem that you were describing the first time around, which is actually the biggest reason also why I went away from trying to re- reuse 3P- 3PO because I couldn't figure out how to make it work. Right. So I'm just like, screw it, I'll, I'll build another team. But as we were talking about this, so the, the 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 health mechanic for folks that aren't aware is you get additional stacks of block mm-hmm. for every increment of 10,000 health or shield that you have. Mm-hmm. And then I could be wrong here, but when you refresh blocker shield, that you get more, or when you reblock, excuse me, when you when you get block back, mm-hmm. you get more of it the higher your health and protection is. Correct. Yes. So, okay. um, and you also start with more of it. Right. So yeah. when I start started my run on Professor X, no one had taken a turn, and C three PO had the full 50 damage stacks and then 25 shield on already. Okay. So we're already starting really high. Um, And I know Dar, for instance, wasn't starting that high. Like we were, I don't even, I don't even think he started with shield to be honest. I could be wrong and I'm sure he'll correct me if we did, but C3PO would die so fast every single time. Like we could not. Yeah. And then we figured out, but it it really was the modding. Um, and also what ends up happening, like you said, the more you have, the more you're putting back on. So on Professor X, for example, he only puts two on at a time when he takes a turn. Um, yeah. And on my own account, I do three. Which is, is interesting because Rebels get a bonus mm-hmm. every time they use their basic. They repair two stacks of damage. And then anything bonus, anything if you're at max damage, which again, that's yes. to me, that's that's dumb. The, the like that 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 breaks my head the way that that it's it's stupid that you have to yeah. repair damage and deal. Like it's just the way that yeah. they worded it. And the only reason I could understand it is I'm like, okay, damage is your health bar, shield is your protection. Yeah. That's the only way I could understand it. But with rebels, every time they use their basic, you repair your damage, you repair yourself, and then the rest of it gets converted into shields. Yeah, they said in, in the the Q and A, Meathead said there are certain cases where taking a character to relic nine, mm-hmm. while won't give you more points, would be advantageous. Mm-hmm. This would be one of those cases because I, I just looked. So three PO going to relic nine picks up. 
28, no, he picks up nine, we'll call it 9,000 health and 9,000 oh, wow. protection. Wow. Which both of those would convert into shield. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as you're at, you know, a thousand, you know, over that, basically you're getting essentially you're hit, you're probably going to cross two, at least one more of those thresholds, thresholds at, that, at that point. So, um, yeah, that, that that's an and and that would be a huge advantage to to rebels on that that side. Um, sadly, there are no rebel tanks in the raid, so you you really can't. It's it's hard to justify, but yeah, um, that is a little sad. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, and that I mean, I'm curious with if that would be if there would be a, an effect there. I guess there really wouldn't be with troopers because they're not really doing any. They're they're taking their evade stacks of evade and just dealing damage that way. Yeah, which ramps up massive. Which is why every, the the kind of the the team I think that people are settling on right now are mm-hmm. one imperial trooper to do damage and two characters to generate a ton of evade is is right. really what what it's coming down to. Right. Um, which. Also, have you put the Omicron on for Scout? I did. What are your thoughts? Um, so I like it in the sense that it feels very smooth. Like I'm not uh it took me I did Scout and C3PO as my run. Right. Um, and it took me one run to kind of like get the feel of it, and then I retried it. Uh, and it was uh fine. Yeah. Um that being said, I scored 200,000 points on my run higher than what Darman did in our guild with his scout C3PO run, and his scout doesn't have the Omicron. Yeah. So it didn't make a huge difference for points. Um, 2,000, though, that's 10% of, of what most people are doing on a good score. I mean, that that's a... yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not mad about it, yeah. and I figured if I was going to do it, I needed to do it now. Because I'm not going to do it yeah. in two months, or like I need to just take advantage of it now. It, it's funny that that I read that Omicron like three or four times, and I because I couldn't wrap my head around what they were saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's like, hey, it does a bunch of this stuff to to something, you know. But but once I got in and started playing and figuring out, like, oh, so Empire has this bonus ability that mm-hmm. that converts evade into basic damage, but your evade goes away, right? Okay, so all right, there's there's a trade-off there. Scout, it doesn't go away. And then all of a sudden, so I put it on, and at one point I was up to 78 stacks of evade. Yeah. And you know, that that shadow trooper drops in at 200, you know, damage points, and all of a sudden he's like more than halfway gone. Yeah. Because the other bonus is added. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can I can see why this works the way that it does. It's it's just it just feels smooth to have it. Yeah. Um which um I don't think it's a waste to be honest. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm content with it. Like I don't regret putting it on. I think also it's going to make it considerably easier to max the run with her. Um, yeah. Because you're you're keeping your stacks of evade, so you're going to hit harder. But that also means that she's less likely to get hit in return. Yeah. So she's more likely to survive all the way. Uh, to the end to enrage and you can but it does i i do believe that when it goes into enrage mm-hmm. all of the stacks of, of aid are wiped off yes 
So then it comes down to, do you have shield? Yeah. Because then once you, once you get hit the first time, you can start putting your evade back on yeah. and, yeah. and go from there. Um, Which I guess that would be why you want to pair it with two rebels so that they stack up all of the shields. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a, you've got a, a 66% chance of that first attack after the first damage attack coming in is going to hit something with shields on it, as opposed to your scout that may be sitting there without shield or evade at that point. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm still just trying to, to, to wrap my, now what stats are you trying to put on characters when you're, when you're building out, like if you're looking at putting mods on, is there anything you're, you're targeting? I have not remodded a single character for okay. this raid. Okay. Um, and and I, I got thirteen. I mean, again, abusing C three PO, but I got thirteen point six million. Okay. Um, which I think is good for not having to remod. I am thinking, like, the more I think about it, everyone, I don't know, people are like, oh, you want potency and you want tenacity and you want this and that. I'm like, I feel like you just want health and protection to survive and get the shield up there and then the next thing would be evade um so i have been trying to get crit damage above 200 percent because that gives you back turn meter when or i'm sorry it's turn meter when cooldowns are reduced which yeah so i take that back the 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 holy three offensive you know the triumvirate there physical crit chance crit damage and offense um crit chance reduces cooldowns which gets you to evade more often crit damage uh you gain turn meter when you get that back and then attack damage removes additional stacks so i i try to target i i think the 75 percent crit chance for most characters is really easy to get although i think i read somewhere that the way that the math works out, you really need 77%. I read that too. And I saw someone doing the math or explaining it. And it really just made me even more confused. Yeah. Um. So I guess it's bugged. So look, we are not scientists. That seemed like scientist level math because they converted percentages into numbers and mm-hmm. it seemed magic. So we're just not going to believe them until it's proved otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then the attack damage. I think the bigger piece on like when I was when I was moving some mods around, I noticed that there were a number of characters that were like at fifty eight hundred attack. Right. So and and I, I think that you want to get everybody at that six thousand damage at minimum, minimum. at six thousand damage modifier. Um, it it is important to call out that leader abilities do come into play. Yeah. So like I think Aiden gives everybody thirty thirty five percent damage up 35 percent offense which when you go into that calculation should bump everyone up there's no point going over ten thousand damage mm-hmm. um veers also gives everyone 30 percent offense okay. um well empire allies i should say not everyone um so he would be good um i i actually did notice that and i couldn't figure out what it was because again i don't swap mods uh, but I did notice on the runs that I was doing teams that had a leader versus no leader. If I did the same character as a no leader, so like Scout, for example, yeah. not that Scout would give me a bad run, but just to just to 
reiterate what my point is here. I would have a better run if I moved scout to the ally slot and put a leader in the leader slot, yeah. even though I was using more characters, I would have a considerably smoother, easier time and score better. Which is what I think people are going to find longer term is even if they're doing the three PO duo, if three PO duo run is, is the answer, I think people are going to find long run that, using three characters and putting a leader in that actually impacts some of the stat blocks somewhere is probably mm-hmm. going to help kind of get those those extra scores above. Yeah. So. And I mean, it seems pretty approachable. It's just a lot of new information to yeah. adjust to because everything is kind of upended now. Yep. Um, and I really hope they turn the background motion off. <laughs> it's just instant headache looking at that even just thinking about it i'm like oh i can feel my eyes getting sore i i don't even pay attention to it i was only it's funny because people were purposely not paying attention to it and then they were like well why is this character dying or why is this happening yeah. and it's like yeah. well you, you gotta look at all these built like all these icons about everybody's heads and it's just like oh it's too many things to look at and then the background's flying and i tried it on one time speed as well and it didn't really help me uh there was somebody today talking about running a territory battle with um for the yolo mission with with uh the slicker crew thing that we used to do in secrets and shadows when we used to have to run that all the time Mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, it's the same thing. You keep them alive long enough and then you, you can't kill them. Like, how long was your territory battle fight? They're like, seven minutes. I'm like, oh, that's gross. Like, no, no, no. Like, that, that's the equivalent of running it one time at that point. I'm like, I don't ever want to have to do anything that long. I want to be done as quickly as possible. I remember um, on Dathomir in territory battles, I was taking Slicker lead. Yeah. So that, you know. He kills someone, they're not going to yeah. revive. You're going to eventually get through it. But it was still taking so long having to manage that fight. Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I talked to Master Luke and, and he was like, oh, just do um, crew lead. And I was like, all right. And I tried it and it was so much faster. Really? And I can do it on auto. All right. So he's now given me two things for that because he was the one that also came up with the the trench or recommended using trench there as well. Trench, Django, and Watt. So you've got two characters that have mm, no abilities revive. that prevent them from revive. And I'm like, oh, that's just, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's smart. I, wanna, I never have to run C there again. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then the the crew lead uh, Supreme Leader Kylo. Man. It was great. Right. I was like, this is so much faster. I can hit auto and we're all good. Maybe my Thursdays will get better now. I hope so. <laughs> um, okay, so is there really anything else about the raid, though, that we wanted to, to mention in particular? I think folks, just be patient. People are trying to figure it out right now. I don't, yeah. I don't know what your take is. My, my head right now is we're, we might find three really great teams mm-hmm. that like everyone will end up running but I think it's at, after that it's just going to turn into just put three teams together and score 
between 1.7 million and 2 million points and call it a day. Yeah. Um, the only characters I'm not investing in right now are Ewoks. I'm going to wait and see what happens there. Avoid and, Stormtrooper. Right. Right. Um, so I just did Gideon. I'm probably going to do Shore next. Yeah. Um, and then I'm thinking I'm going to take like Veers and Stark up into higher yeah. relic levels. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's exactly that. It's being patient. I want to also remind everyone that CG said this is going to run. They anticipate the shelf life of this being eight to nine months. See, I, I guess that surprises me that it's that short. I would have mm-hmm. expected it to run through till next November next year. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's eight to nine months, that puts it at uh, mid-July to mid-August yeah. being the cutoff point um, before we see a new raid. And if they stick to that schedule, they typically release a GL in yeah. September. Are we going to see it? Well, are we going to see a GL earlier in the year then? Oh, I hope not. Gross. So, um, yeah. I mean, and then the only other thing, like what I'm planning to do, and I've I flat out said this in the officer chat today. I was like, I'm not investing in any raid characters after April. I'm like, I will yeah. invest until April. And then after that, that's the score I'm getting until the raid is over. And all of my materials and earnings from the raid are going to uh, stockpile things for yeah. whatever the next raid is going to be so that I can jump out of the gate with that one. So to, to put the the 15 million box mm-hmm. in perspective i get enough of the mark three raid currency that i can buy 25 arrow magnifier shards not counting my personal reward i'm sorry that wasn't the way to say that where we're at right now with the 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 guild box, I can get 25. We get 25 of those of the arrow magnifiers. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And which I'm finding right now that that the barrier, that's the barrier where, where I, as you get characters into Relic 7, yes, you've got impulse detectors, but I think there's some other paths to get that. Yeah, you can get um, them in Conquest. Yeah. That, that being able to essentially get enough material once a week to take a character up to relic eight that's huge is huge yeah i really want that 15 million box too if if you're saying if you're saying that gives you or you're till april Mm -hmm. and let's say that that all resources aside you can take a character to relic eight every other week right that's eight that's 10 new relic eight characters I literally took Gideon. So we're recording this on Wednesday night. I took him to Relic 7 this morning. Yesterday, I had him at Relic 5. I stopped because I ran out of Bronzium and Electriums. Um, So we got our rewards today. And I grabbed a few Electriums um, and took him to Relic 7. But I took him to Relic 5 yesterday. And before that, he was sitting at Gear 12. Yeah. So, like... It's totally, and last week, so we've only run the raid twice. Last week was when I took, I took Scout to Relic 8 and I took Aiden from Gear 11 to Relic 7. 
Oh, jeez. For the first raid. And then I did Gideon this week during our second raid. Yeah. Um, so, and I fully intend to do another one. That's just be like, yep. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I think that, that the 15.5 million box is where most people should target. Yeah. It, it, at least because the, I was doing the, trying to figure out the math to get the last box. Mm-hmm. That That's a level of perfect scores that I'm just not interested in chasing. It is insane. Yeah. And like, for for our guild, I think we should. So, for disclosure, we're getting the four twenty four box. Yep. Um, we are well on our way to the six sixty five box. We should have it next raid, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I'll be surprised if we don't hit it the next raid. Uh barring that the C three PO you know cheese doesn't change yet, but um. Going from 665 to what is it, 800 million? Yeah. That's going to be insane. Like, that is 16 million points a person. Yep. Yep. Well, and if you targeted the 1944 personal box, mm-hmm. that's an average of 2.4 million per team. So you basically have to be doing the relic eight tier whatever the highest yeah. tier is yep. yeah and getting if not perfect runs almost perfect runs so what did I, I looked at this the other day uh so let's say that you can figure out three perfect run teams that leaves you with need that still leads you leaves you needing a 2.268 million run for the remaining five teams 2.268 yeah i i have i have two teams that can hit that right now not counting leia Mm -hmm. which means i i would need to turn those two into perfect teams right and then raise everybody up else up five hundred thousand. yeah you know it's a lot yeah And, and it's also a matter of how fast and not just for our guild, but every every single guild, how fast can you get there? Keeping in mind that there is a very good chance that they're going to change C3PO. Yeah. So a lot of people will see setbacks, um, in which case, how much longer will it take you to get back to where you were before yeah. the change happened? And then, you know, improve from there. And yeah. where is your own personal or your guilds? Um, line like cutoff point where you're like no we're not going to invest anymore and sorry to interrupt you no go ahead um on top of that you also are you know conquest character comes out that you need to hear (laughs) like new new gideon's coming bows coming like all of these things are still coming down the line that you also need to to theoretically gear yeah and and the 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 only thing i was going to say on the 3po piece if they decide to make a change This is very much in line with what happened in the last raid that they forgot to put the five the the five character the five run cap in place. Mm -hmm. So there's a period of time where a number of people they they popped up, Mm -hmm. they slid down, and then they popped back up again, and and you know everyone found a way. So yeah, that's fair. Um, 
do we have anything else to say? Do we want to be negative? I don't really have a lot to be negative about right now. Um, I don't think I do either, other than that my head hurts watching the the <laughs> little forest fly by. Uh, I was almost ready to be negative today because as we were getting the, you know, it was 15 minutes until rave reward came. I was like, I'm, I'm just not ready to go back after this again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I have another three days. It took me 20 days. to 30 minutes to remember that, that I have another three days before I have to worry about it. So it's kind of nice. And it, it, it makes it. um. It makes the raid more appealing to me. And okay, actually, I don't know if it's the three day period that makes it more appealing to me because I have a break and I'm like, okay, I can yeah. go back in. And th- this is the other thing you you mentioned this, and I totally forgot to tack onto this earlier. You were saying about creating mod loadouts, spending, yep. you know, forty five ish minutes doing the raid, calling it good. Because I'm trying to get C three PO to escape and um, take advantage of that. I'm spending like 90 minutes to two hours yeah. on the raid. Yeah. So that's another factor, right? Like I want to cut that down. Um, anyway, sorry, but I don't know if it's the three day off period or <laughs> yeah. sounds so ridiculous. The fact that I just feel like I'm doing well in the raid makes me want to play the raid. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there is something to that, that when, especially when, you don't have to build the entire roster to do it that a lot of people found in, in the in the crate raid. Yeah, exactly. So uh it's a nice feeling. Yeah. Um yeah, so I don't really have anything negative. I will have something negative if Conquest starts on Christmas. <laughs> Are we gonna do a very special Christmas Christmas episode just so like look, I have some things I have to say. We're gonna record Brian. Just get on the call. Yes. This is gonna happen. <laughs> just gonna yeah. be going bell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um okay let, let's be more positive yeah. yeah um what are you enjoying so i'm i'm starting to put together the 2024 plan which oh, yeah I, I just always i i i always like this um I've, I've done this for the past four or five years um I'm, they're, they're, I'm letting people kind of vote on it a little bit, although mm-hmm. I I may override the, the final decision because ultimately I have to be the one that decides it and this is going to take a bit of time. But uh, I my, my goal is going into next year, mm-hmm. um, all new characters will go to Relic 8, except for tanks, they will go to Relic 9. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to work on bringing the rest of the roster up with those same set of rules. Um, I just haven't decided what the best way to go about it is yet. Okay. So that's where the voting comes in. That's where the voting, we'll talk about that as we get into moisture farm a little bit is Mm -hmm. is where that comes into place. But I just kind of like, you know, part of it is, is coming up with the plan and figuring out, you know, what it's going to look like. Um, the other piece is I, I just like building the tracking system that I use for the, for the stuff. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes playing around in Excel and, and for nothing more than just red boxes and green boxes and yellow boxes is fun for me. So, um, oh, yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm, like I said, enjoying the raid. I don't know if there's anything that's really jumping out at me as something that i'm like oh this is amazing i can't believe this i'm i'm glad that we're on the last set of this conquest because it's yep. super smooth 
um the third set is always like the second and the third i'm like okay we know what we're doing let's just hustle through um yeah and then i guess i'm trying to have some like uh self-discipline right now and and stay on target with like obviously increasing my score in the raid but afra's the only character i don't have unlocked <laughs> it's, that's crazy it's it's um, wild like i just i'm like ah you guys want so many kairos go away <laughs> and the rumor is we're getting more galactic legend packs yeah we're supposed to get more um well they were in the data mine there were more of those light speed bundles okay um I think but that was, was that was like two or three data mines back. Yeah, was, it was a okay. while ago. Okay. So I'm kind of like, where? So th- I'm like, where is it? Like, give me, give me the bundles yeah. so yeah. that I can figure out what I'm gonna do here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to drop all those Kairos when there's an off chance that Afro might be one of them, especially on the one year anniversary of Afro coming to the game. Right. I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. I'll just like wait and see. I don't know. Oh, man. So, but. <sighs> It's good. Like the raid, the raid is good. Territory battles is going really well. Zepho, yeah. we're unlocking Zepho and getting the the rewards there. Which I will say, I will eat my words on this. I will own it. I was very meh when they announced Zepho and what the rewards were going to be. And honestly, just getting that Cairo every two weeks is fantastic. I also think we massively underestimated the impact of. 2000 mark three yeah territory battle because that's what we got t- today for for zepho mm-hmm. yesterday and i'm like oh this is this is a lot yeah it's a huge i i wasn't even factoring that in that like yeah. when you do the unlock mission you're also getting the get reward and then yeah. you get the reward when you're starring zepho so um there are a lot of, of good things that kind of pile up on top of each other there and i like it it, it also, you know, we have decided that with the raid being released, mm-hmm. um, which is, this is very different, I think, for us, but um, we took it, we, we kind of slowed down territory battles over the last four months. Yeah. Um, but with the raid ramping up, we've also decided that we're going to start chasing some additional stars. And it's it's been fun for me watching the rest of the guild start making plans of like, well, how can I pick up one more combat mission here? What are the teams that I need to bring up to that, to that point? Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, we you and I were talking about maybe we might do a couple of videos on some territory battle stuff. I ran today, mm-hmm. so I did it. My Finn Omicron team. Ooh, okay. I, I beat um the Tatooine mission. Mm-hmm. And that is without full uh platoons. without full platoons. I did it in 15 turns. That is wild. 15 turns, yeah. 15 turns and yeah. and the pirates there and the pirates there yeah Man. so it it, it and it was um and i don't have i don't have i forget who i'm i'm missing res, is it gonna go back and look but i've got poe mm-hmm. original poe in, in that loadout which he his special abilities are non-damaging right so I had to three of my abilities that I used with him don't call an assist and don't do any damage. 
Right. He's just, you know, they're fist pumping. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it is such a, we were talking about this, that, that Omicron is just awesome in territory battles. It just, it's such a massive time saver. Um, and it just doesn't lose. I mean, that, that's the easiest way to look at it. So I love it. Um, yeah, I, it's Resistance Trooper that I don't have on there. So I run OG Finn, Zori, Resistance Trooper, RH Finn, and Rose are my normal team. But then I have mm-hmm. to platoon my Resistance Trooper. So I throw in OG Poe into that team. Yeah. And it just tears it up. But again, you've got to put Relic levels on it. That's, I understand yeah. that's, that's a hard investment, but that's also it's a good GAC team there. So. Yeah, that's true, right? You're getting it. It's not yeah. just a one-trick pony. Yeah. Man, I like it. Um, I forgot to ask for Discord corner questions. Yeah, we were bad this week. And I don't recall seeing any, so I guess we'll just skip that this week. <laughs> and we'll come back to it. Um, There would theoretically be a fleet meta change. Because we did get another Leviathan event that I also still have not refreshed. Um, <laughs> I'm still rocking a five-star Leviathan. Uh, and it's barely changed. So it looks like last time Leviathan was at 65 and it's at 68 now. Okay. So barely barely moving. Um, I... I was one of the jerks and I went in t- and I, I took a uh, Sith assassin up to, to relic nine. Oh, you did. I did. Um, I ran into it in grand arena. I didn't really want to deal with it anymore. And also I keep getting, I got somebody in my fleet arena that I'm starting to think might be pulling some shenanigans and just decided I'm not going to fall anymore. So I, I didn't. I've only been hit once since I've done since I did it. So, um, yeah. I mean, I park it too for a reason because I don't want to play ship arena. Don't make <laughs> me play ship arena. Don't make me do it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I just. I was going to refresh, and then we were going to get all those double drops. I'm like, I'm not wasting my crystals on this. Uh, speaking of, I, I, you know, I do have a negative that that we need to talk about. Oh, it and the negative is me. Oh no! Um, I want to apologize to all of my Grand Arena opponents in this last cycle. Um, I was listening to, I was catching up on Gambit mm-hmm. the other day, and they were talking about the soft lock problem with Second Sister, right? And Solo was saying there was an ongoing debate on whether that was like a jerk move to leave her on defense. Right. And, because... And because it would lock your game and, and, yeah. and it would just cause problems. And, and I, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, I, that's terrible. I can't believe people are doing that. And literally this week I went and looked at my defense, which I do not touch. No. I've been running the same defense for literally like the last four months. Yeah. Lord Vader, Royal Guard, Grand Moff Tarkin, or Grand Grand Admiral Talk, Tarkin, mm-hmm. Ninth Sister, Second Sister, sitting right there on the front row through the last three weeks of Grand Arena. So I was one of those oh, terrible people no. and did not realize it. I apologize to all of my opponents. I did not know that to be the case. I am a terrible human being, and I'm sorry. Um, also, in uh, the individual know who will know who this is. Um, I was having a back and forth 
DM conversation with them uh, about three weeks ago. They said something. I got pissy. Um, I made a comment and I said it wasn't directed at you. And they made a comment. Or, uh, I'm sorry. They made a comment back. And I'm like, look, it's not you. I'm just generally frustrated right now. And then I meant to say that the comment wasn't directed at you. I said I what I sent to them was the comment was directed at you. Oh, and then no. I stopped talking to them. And I realized it today, three weeks later, when I went to send them something, I'm like, by the way, I feel terrible. So again, I am incredibly sorry that I did this to the individual. I I just, yeah. Um, sorry that we, we took, we took a turn there. Maybe we need to start a new segment where, where Pico just apologizes <laughs> to everyone because he's just terrible. Oh. So these things happen. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh man. Um, Okay, so I guess the only thing we have left to do, though, is go to Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm. Yeah, yeah. Who and what we're currently farming. Why don't Um, you go first? Oh, man. Okay. I'm so, I'm so torn. Okay. So I logged into Hot Utils and I refreshed all my data, put everything in there, and I loaded up the AFRA requirements to Relic 5. Yeah. So that I was like, okay, I'm going to start hoarding their gear. I'm not going to put the gear on them. The plan is to just hoard their gear, go and farm the exact pieces I need, make sure I have enough of it. And then if they drop a pack, I will buy it. And I can use this gear that I've hoarded elsewhere. Yep. And then I took Iden to Relic 7, and then I took Gideon to Relic 7, and I was like, you can have gear, and you can have gear. So I'm just kind of like, do I farm the gear for the effort requirements, or do I put the effort into the raid characters now and try and get myself up higher to get the rewards back in faster? <laughs> um, I'm j- Basically, I feel like my I feel like I'm like, you know, when you drive by, by a used car dealership and they have those like wavy arm yes. guys floating around outside. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm just flailing out in the wind and I don't know what's going on and I'm just throwing gear everywhere. Um and it's fine, but I feel extremely unorganized. And uh yeah, it's a weird feeling. So basically I'm just farming signal data and Kairos and and gear. And the troopers just take the gear because I see that I can do it yeah. and I do it. So so you are turning into the anti-Mr. Cygnus. <laughs> right. Whereas he's got Relic 9 Afra and no Galactic Legends. And you're like, I have all the Galactic Legends and I will not touch Afra. <laughs> yeah, Afra's just... <laughs> and I, I'm like, everyone's like, oh, you can have her Datacron and like, it'll be good in GAC and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And you're like, but next GAC is 3v3, so I'm skipping that. <laughs> right, exactly. So really, I'm not going to need her for at least yeah. a month. Oh, man, it's it's just wild. It is a very weird feeling, though, to not farm character shards, like just to be farming Cairo. And yeah. I still have hundreds and hundreds of Cairo, like, which is great, because if I do have to gear these Afro characters, they'll just deal it all for me which is yeah. awful but um <laughs> on the professor x account it is totally different because we are super close to having the leia unlock start 
And can I just say how tiring it is to basically farm tickets for Ray to unlock Ray and then farm tickets to, for Kylo to unlock Kylo. Yeah. And now we're going to go into farming tickets for Leia. And I'm pretty sure we want a detour for, to actually get Afra on that account. And then we're going to stumble our way into C because somehow that's a thing. Uh, it's just a lot to do back to back to back. Um, so just start every day off mm-hmm. with buying refreshes at 50s and 100s. Mm-hmm. And then just spin light side or dark side, spin light side or dark side. <laughs> right? Where? Where yes. do you go? Just, just, just give me the next one. Just give me the next one. Just give me the next one. I will say, um, what is a little, and I didn't realize this until we were actually doing it, because we potentially could have started Leia. We didn't, but if we really, really had pushed, we potentially could have started Leia while we were also farming kylo tickets for the ultimate okay and in order to do that you have to manually like to get both tickets you have to change your journey guide selection oh really and i didn't realize that i was like can we do this and uh, we didn't do it because we finished we we rushed and finished kylo so that we could go and do leia but i was just like this seems like a terrible idea um (laughs) But it doesn't make it user friendly. Because in fairness, they threw that idea out like three years ago that you might want to be trying to farm two of these at the same time. Right. <laughs> then they're like, right. oh, here are these packs, and you have all the Galactic Legends at once now. So um if that's the case, I hope they change that because that seems not player friendly. So let's pretend for a second mm-hmm. that in December, they release the old lightning packs. Yep. And they get the new ones for, we'll just call it C and Jedi Master Luke. Okay. Could you imagine being a new player coming into the game? You buy the hyperdrive bundle. So you're automatically level 85. Mm-hmm. And then you buy those, the, the lightning bundles for that. And all of a sudden, you now have to just farm four Galactic Legends worth of tickets and then ultimate mats. That would be just disgustingly boring. It would suck. Just the worst. I mean, I think like the only good thing would be that you could go and farm whatever you wanted realistically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you want to farm the gear for the Galactic Legend because you don't you won't have any gear. Or or the relics or well. But like, oh man. And you wouldn't have Zetas for months. That's actually what's happening with Professor X. Yeah. Um, and I realized this. I'm pretty sure I'm going to look this up real quick because um, I was really confused today. I was in conquest and I have a voluntary Vanguard disc equipped um, for the Phoenix feet. So that Rex or Hera gets um, marked and then they can all survive because the other three are slightly, yeah. you know, lower. Um, but I was, pretty sure that kylo was immune to taunt effects like supreme leader kylo is not just lord vader yes wait no but when you say immune to taunt oh yeah you can't put taunt on them so 
his his unique press the advantage he is immune to stagger and he can't gain taunt effects so if you have a voluntary vanguard disc equipped he can't gain mark it won't work um however (laughs) we are very zeta poor on professor x and that ability is not zeta currently so Voluntary Vanguard worked and Supreme Leader Kylo was marked oh, in my battles today. I was like, I was staring at it. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Um, and yeah, that's that's what happened. Um but along those same points, um part of the way that I knocked out the damage immunity feats mm-hmm. last conquest was to put a gear eleven has on the board okay and he's got an ability that when he dies Mm -hmm. he comes back with damage immunity for one turn okay so what would happen is you put him under a ray team he drops below he gets damage immunity then he comes out then he dies and he comes back with damage immunity so you basically double up on it right well, I took him up the Relic 9 because he's this big, beefy boy, and I have these new rules in place. And I'm just realizing, I'm like, because I wanted to use him, I wanted to see what he could do on the burn side. I'm like, oh, he's not going to die now. No. I'm going to go from getting two to getting zero because no one's going to be able to actually knock him down low enough to actually. And I'm like, great. I just, in my attempt to make burn easier, I made the worst of all of the con- of all the conquest <laughs> ones. Just, yeah. So good, good times. Um It'll be fine. Yeah. Just do. I, I just stick Droidica with CLS and it's fine. Go That's against the crew. Do. Yeah. And just have her roll. Just keep rolling. Just just don't ever stop. Just just go just forever. Roll. All the rolling. Oh man. Um, okay. What are what are you farming? So so this is this is kind of where the, this project is is sitting. Um I'm I'm stuck in a couple of pieces. The first is I need a name. All right. So okay. I, I was kicking around Project Rise Up because I was I had this whole Batman like the the Dark Knight Rises thing was was going through my head this morning, and I don't think that's going to work. Um, I kind of like Project Rise Above, which is a really cool Black Flag song where they you know chant Rise Above, Rise Above. So I, I don't know if that's what it's going to be. I got to get a name. It's the like the, the the dumb stuff. Like we used to do these things at work. We we you know little sprints to work on something. And it was like. All right, we're going to spend three days coming up with the name and then like seven days working on it. So, <laughs> um, but the I'm trying to find a theme. And the so I put three options up that people can vote on. And the first is uh, I've got the tanks, attackers, support, and healers broken down into categories. And the idea rotate through each one of those. So basically, it's going to be. The equivalent of two relic levels, one relic, one relic, one relic, two, one, one, one down. Okay. Um, and, and I was somewhat leaning down that path, but I really want to take Bad Batch up to... So all of this is coming down to, I really want to take Bad Batch up to Relic 8. Ooh. Okay. So okay. that that's that's part of where, where my, I can't... I'm struggling with this. I don't know why, I just do. Um, then the other option was work on the release cadence. So start if the characters are released in 2023 and just start working my way backwards, kind of like as a catch-up mechanic. 
mm-hmm. for. And then and at one point I was thinking about calling a project catch up, uh, but but that that doesn't work for reason, other reasons. And then the third option that I put on there was just working on factions. And, and part of this is like, hey, maybe I let people vote on the factions. Right. Um, and that is by far the leader right now. And the more I think about it, that is the worst option. Because they have to do the crappy characters nobody wants to play with. And and if you pick too large of a faction, it just takes you forever. That's true. So I came up with this other idea that maybe the criteria for deciding the faction mm-hmm. is the percentage close to completion. Okay. So like as an example, I am one relic level away from the Ewoks being done with this new eight, nine model. Cause I took them all up to level eight for the, for the raid and Papalu just has to go from eight to nine. Okay. So I'm guessing they're going to be at like 90 some odd percent. Um, and then maybe I, I present some of the options back to the listeners of, of the high percentage ones so that we can kind of see some success and knock those out. Um, and then, but you still have like rebels and scoundrels and Galactic mm-hmm. Republic, these massive factions. And I'm like, but so look at Galactic Republic. Well, there's Jedi in there. Yeah. There's clones. Yeah. So maybe it's you start with smaller factions because it'll fill out and it'll fill the other ones out, mm-hmm. which also then lets me do Bad Batch really early on. as dumb as that is to sound um there's just it's funny like all of a sudden the characters that i'm interested in 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 taking up um are tanks for no apparent reason like i I got i got a couple of really good roles on some mods for kara this week and all of a sudden like now i want to take her from seven to nine um i don't know why though like that that's that's what a lot of this is like it, it doesn't and then i'm you know then i'm looking at like royal guard who's at who could probably use two levels and some of mm-hmm. these other so i i don't know i i i gotta figure out i got a week to i got basically about two weeks to figure out the project get all the tracking mechanisms in place and so i can hit the ground running on january 1st but the first thing we gotta do is come up with a name we gotta come up with a name i mean that that's what it's gonna like the new 52 was a great name although i i actually blew that project out of the door right uh, so I, I gotta get a name so all right and this is all to take everyone to relic eight tanks yes. go to nine I, i'm also playing around with um something from the year 1989 okay because it's relic eight and relic nine <laughs> everyone's and, gonna and... kill me for this my immediate thought is taylor swift <laughs> Well, so I was going with like, and I'm, I'm trying to remember that the, uh, what's funny is I typed in 1989 into Google and I got Taylor Swift, but, um, mm-hmm. but there was 1989, if I remember correctly, was a phenomenal year. Motley Cruz, Dr. Feelgood, De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising, Nine Inch Nails' first album came out. There was just a ton of really great stuff in, in, in that, that year. That literally came out in 1989, not a pop star that was born in 1989. <laughs> uh, Look, it's Taylor Swift's world, man. We're just living yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually do like the idea of something from 1989, yeah, though. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Tay-Tay related. My uh, my my daughter asked me if uh, I knew what 
Taylor Swift's favorite number was today. Mm. And I purposely just started guessing every wrong number in the world. <laughs> um, and then I told her that my favorite number was 14 because I'm one better than Taylor Swift. And you can imagine <laughs> how that went across. So, Ah, fantastic. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Um, okay. I feel like I need to do some brainstorming on an idea. Yeah. Uh, on a name for your idea, I should say. Because my it, idea is just ignore Afra and hope it solves <laughs> itself in the future. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> uh, I don't think that well, I guess you need to find your you need to find a protege who's now willing to take on your account while you go on to do other things similar in like in the in, in the Professor X model, where it's like, yeah, now I just need someone to come in and help start playing my account, and then they can take Afra up for me. Exactly. Like that, that's the way it needs to work. So exactly. Oh man. Um. Okay. Is there anything else that we missed? I think that's it. We did it, and and in, I'm shocked considering all of the news yeah. we had. So. Well. We know we're going to get something next week, likely. So we'll be right back at it. Probably another kit. Yes. Maybe a bow kit. No, we won't see a bow kit yet. I don't think we're going to see a bow kit next week. Oh, man. We're going to get bow and they're going to be like, we'll see y'all second week of January. Yeah. Don't worry if she's broken. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I guess that's it. And we can call it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us this week. That ought to do it. And until next time, Chewy, we're home. <laughs>